0: Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Our verse today is Psalms chapter 31, verse 10. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing, my strength feeleth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. Jesus knows the circumstances of every soul. The greater the sinner's guilt, the more. He needs the Savior, his heart of divine love and sympathy is drawn out, most of all, for the one who is the most hopelessly entangled in the snares of the enemy. With his own blood he has signed the emancipation papers of the race. When, after his sin in deceiving Esau, Jacob fled from his father's home, he was weighed down with a sense of guilt. Lonely and outcast as he was, separated from all that had made life dear, the one thought that above all others pressed upon his soul was the fear that his sin had cut him off from God, that he was forsaken of heaven. In sadness, he lay down to rest on the bare earth. Around him only the lonely hills, and above the heavens bright with stars. As he slept, a strange light broke upon his vision, and lo, from the plain on which he lay, vast, shadowy stairs seemed to lead upward to the very gates of heaven, and upon them angels of God were passing up and down, while from the glory above the divine voice was heard in a message of comfort, and hope. And thus was made known to Jacob that which met the need and the longing of his soul. A Savior, with joy and gratitude, he saw revealed a way by which he, a sinner, could be restored to communion with God. The mystic ladder of his dream represented Jesus, the only medium of communication between God and man. Let us contemplate the amazing sacrifice that has been made for us. Let us try to appreciate the labor and energy that heaven is expending to reclaim the lost and bring them back to the Father's house. I selected a promise today of Isaiah, chapter 51, verse 11. So the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing with everlasting joy on their heads, They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And there's a scripture song. I won't sing the whole thing, maybe just a short verse, but it goes, Wherefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return, And come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. You can learn the rest yourself by looking it up. I wanted to talk a little bit about what we just read you know this is prophecy and uh, the prophetess shared with us what she was told and jesus shared with her what was in his heart he told her that his heart of divine love and sympathy he had divine love and sympathy for us and it was drawn out most of all for those of us who are hopelessly the most hopelessly entangled in the snares of the enemy That's what he told her to tell us. His heart of divine love and sympathy drawn out most of all for you, for me, when we are the most hopelessly entangled. Well, Jacob was hopelessly entangled, or at least it seemed that way. He didn't seem to have any which way to go. He had wanted the, the high priesthood that he wanted to inherit. And now here he was running, afraid of his brother may never see his mother and father again he was just supposed to go and get a wife and come back you know how long that would take it shouldn't have took forever but there he was laid down on the plains in sadness feeling his guilt knowing that his name meant usurper and there he had done that even though he had just done what his mother had told him to do and he knew that god said that he was supposed to inherit Highway, and they're these vast shadowy stairs so when, when she uses the word vast it, it makes one think of really, really big wide stairs and I believe that God was showing us that they're wide enough for room for everyone's guardian angel for everyone to reach to heaven through this wide and these stairs represented Jesus of course so they're big enough and wide enough for all to be able to come to the Lord through these vast shadowy stairs and shadowy because maybe We don't really know the types and shadows that it represents as clearly as maybe we could. But he sought a way to be restored to communion with God, and that's what mattered the most to him. He wanted that communion and to be the high priest in his family. So if we contemplate this amazing sacrifice, just like she said, let's appreciate this labor and energy that heaven is expending. Oh, what a God of love we serve. He loves us so much. We don't even understand what love is, really. It's a principle. It's not a feeling. Your feelings are not reliable. But Let's pray. Dear Father, we rest in your promises of deliverance and acceptance in Jesus. And though our grief may weigh us down at times, we thank you for your heart of divine love. I pray for these ones who are listening to know the love of Christ, which surpasses all knowledge. Thank you, Jesus, for setting us free. And though we may feel hopelessly entangled, we are free in you. And we just need to test that and find out the truth of the matter. Thank you, Lord, in your name, I Please join us again tomorrow morning for a few minutes of meditation and prayer and promises.